0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? I'm the Nickel City Nightmare, and this is Common Debauchery. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Common Debauchery. I am your host, as you heard at the start of the bump, the Nickel City Nightmare, Derek Joss, and we are here, we are doing it, and we are getting weird. So I'm not positive how often I'm gonna drop episodes of this um I'm gonna try to be consistent with it It's easier to be consistent with with a podcast that I can talk about damn near anything I want and you know with sports it's kind of it's tough to be topical um you know I, I like bringing guests on the one uh the one the baseball podcast I have co-hosts that I gotta you know we gotta figure out schedules and whatnot for the for recording those episodes, which makes it tough. So this is kind of my own thing, my own uh, my own little jam piece here, and I can kind of pop these out whenever. And I had the idea, probably th- this was one of the ideas that sprung this uh, sprung this podcast. Really, is right now we live in a world where it is so incredibly common to just resign ourselves to picking the lesser of two evils. And that's insane to me. Um, The more I think about it, it's and maybe maybe it's been like this for a long time. And maybe I'm just coming to an age where things matter more, um, you know, because you start talking about, you know, I mean, I'm 33. You start talking about your future. You start talking about potential, potentially having a family, raising kids and what kind of world they're going to inherit from you. And, you know, especially as a coach, like I, I think about that stuff, but only to a certain extent, because as a coach, you preach, do what's right, do what's good, be good, be a good person, and so on and so forth. And so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, what in the world could possibly have gone so horribly wrong? that our lives literally sit there and say, well, that's the lesser of two evils. Well, you know, the lesser of two evils is still evil, man. Like, what are we doing? And the simplest way to put this, and I know I, I try not to touch on politics here, um, you know, the simplest way to put this is our political system in this country. I literally see every day, I have friends who post things about the Veterans Party or the Libertarian Party or any other third-party candidate that is out there, and every day I see people commenting on these things and saying, I really like what this person stands for, but taking my vote away from the Republican uh, candidate or the Democratic candidate is essentially casting a vote for the one I don't like. There's no chance this person's going to win. So why would I vote for them despite the fact that I agree with them and I feel like they would be the best person to run the country? And therefore, I'm going to vote for what I believe is the lesser of two evils. Donald Trump is an asshole, but he's not as bad as Biden. Biden's a creepy, degenerate who can't think anymore whose brain doesn't work, but he's not Donald Trump and Donald Trump's the worst thing that's ever happened in this country. so I'm gonna vote vote for Biden despite his shortcomings. That is the definition of our political system, and that is the definition of what's wrong in this country. Um, you know, so we sit there and we say, both sides of this argument preach being better and being just they preach being good people, but a lot, most people that I know are voting for what they feel is the lesser of two evils. And I believe that there are better candidates out there in the third party somewhere or in a third or fourth or fifth or ninth party that would be far better suited to run this country from the standpoint of what we as common lay people need. And the issue is as long as people keep saying, I won't vote for them because I don't think they'll they'll win, you're right. A- at some point, we got to stop picking the lesser of two evils and start picking something that's good. You know, it's not something that we can, we, we can't continue to live this way. We can't continue to, to I mean, so, and in, I don't know how many other facets of our everyday life that we, lives that we would live like this. You know, if you... If you were sitting there in a relationship and you're like, well, I can be in this incredibly insanely toxic relationship or I can be single. And I really, really hate being single because I feel low alone. I feel like there's nothing like I'm just a a minuscule dot in the world and no, you know, I, I just don't feel I'm depressed when I'm that when I'm like that. Well, I would rather be in a toxic relationship than no relationship at all. So it's the, it's the lesser of two evils. I mean, my significant other punches me in the face three times a day, but at least I have somebody. And I know that there are people out there who's, who, you know, uh, and that's a tough one. That, that, and that's, a, that's probably a, a sore subject. And, you know, but I mean, we would look at somebody who's doing that if, if that's not us. If we were looking at somebody who was doing that, we would look at them and say, there's other options. And that also begs the question like, well, you don't want to be singles. So getting abused is the lesser of two evils. I don't think that's the case. Go to the other way. That's the lesser of two evils. Well, how about you learn to be happy with yourself first? Or, hey, I would... I, th- 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 I just don't know how many things in the world that we look at the way we look at politics and say both sides are broken. But instead of trying to fix it, we're just going to go along to get along. Um, You know, it's it's insane to me. It's insane that we live in this world that the lesser of two evils is the is the way to go when our especially in the United States, when our country is in such a weird state of turmoil. You know, you got one side controlling everything the media says and does. You have the other side who just runs his mouth, specifically on Twitter, and half the crap that comes out is a bold-faced lie or just some of the most ignorant crap you've ever heard. And you have both sides fighting tooth and nail, throwing relationships out, throwing family members to the side because you don't agree with my side of the liars. And don't get it twisted. That's what it is. They're all liars. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about any of us. They care about padding their pockets. You know how I know that? Because through all of this, through all of this COVID stuff, through all of this pandemic, Andrew Cuomo in New York State is getting revered for his the way he handled the pandemic. Because so far, we are in phase four More things are open than they have been since March. I think we're waiting on malls, gyms, and maybe one other thing that I'm not thinking of right now. And we will be at full tilt, full capacity. Let's do this. And our numbers are still declining. And, you know, he takes crap from one side saying, oh, like this was meant 14 days to flatten the curve and it's turned into three months. And... I can tell you that I stepped foot on a baseball field last night for the first time in almost a year, and it was exciting to do so because I've been cooped up in my house for a long time aside from going to work. But at the same token, here's a dude who, during that same time, gave himself a $40,000 a year raise and did. Didn't give the state employees who have a contractually obligated raise in their contracts. They didn't get it because he said the budget was short. We didn't have the money for it. So here's the dude who, again, is only patting his pocket. He put himself on TV every day, Monday through Sunday, every day to update us on the minute to minute stats Of testing results and so on and so forth he would go on TV and say you know Western New York's not opening for at least two weeks the next day he's on TV Western New York's opening tomorrow and I mean again the fact that we're able to be open and active and doing things and our numbers haven't spiked the way the rest of the countries have is definitely something to applaud I don't like the guy I don't agree with the guy but that is something to be applauded but how in God's name do you claim to be a servant of the people When the people you claim to serve had a contractually obligated raise, you say there's no money and then give yourself $40,000 a year more. Well, guess what, big shooter? That's proof in the pudding that you don't care about me. You don't care about your constituents. You don't care about anything. You care about having your face on TV and having something to lay claim to. Look how awesome I am and hoping that that is good enough to get away from the overall insanity of you giving yourself a raise while claiming the state is broke. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not sitting here preaching this on one side or the other. I picked Cuomo because it's easy. I could very easily pick Trump who goes out there and says stupid crap every day on Twitter. I mean, I could just pull up his Twitter feed and read you something and be like, this guy's an idiot. Um you know and the fact that we're sitting there i mean trump trump won the the last, the last election based on being less evil than hillary clinton a woman who is widely regarded to be involved in some of the most nefarious and disgusting things that this country could possibly ever be part of and she almost won and instead, she got she lost to a reality star who has said and done some stupid things. Is a millionaire, billionaire, whatever he might be these days, and at the same time has also had businesses go bankrupt left and right over his tenure in that with them. And is a reality TV star who was famous for the words "you fired." Like, he, you know, I mean, the dude paints his face orange, and we went with him you know, him, his orange face and his goofy toupee with that constant duck face look that he's got going on, which I think it's hilarious that over the years we've, we've mocked the duck face that girl, you know, that girls and then boys sometimes do in Instagram pictures, Facebook posts, the selfie duck face, you know, the lips out the boom, there it is. And this dude looks like that all the time. And that's our president because he was the lesser of two evils to Hillary freaking Clinton. Has Hillary Clinton suicided anybody lately? Anybody know? I don't know. I try not to pay attention. But, I mean, and here's a perfect tell. Both of these people, both Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, our last two presidential candidates, were directly... 100% 100% directly tied to a man who, is, like, who, whose daily pleasure in his rich, ungodly life was to pleasure himself to women under 16 and to pay them to do so you're never going to convince me that n- that n- neither of them knew about this that neither side knew about that that trump nor clinton knew about it i mean and it's it's been documented that before their battles for the presidency they were tight donnie and billy boy hung out regularly there's pictures of them hanging out together all the time back in the early t- or uh, the early 2000s <clears throat> i mean and here they are battling it out and realistically so trump runs as a republican and then puts more, like, puts more restrictions on personal liberties than any Democratic president before him. How are we not seeing this? How are we not seeing that the left wing and the right wing are part of the same bird? And maybe it's time we vote for a different bird. Because the bird inherently is evil that we've had running the country for the last, I don't know, 50 years. Think about that. Think about all the way back, all right. It start like you know, Bill Clinton did some good stuff, and then, you know, it's definitely a big deal when the leader of the free world, you know, starts getting hey jays and bay jays from his secretaries and stuff like that in the Oval Office and then lying about things under oath and everything and that you know that, that that's just the tip of the iceberg of the the crookedness and the corruption you know and then there's always the the conspiracy theorists out there that you know 9/11 was a work to get bush reelected and it was an inside job and then you know and whether you believe that or not whatever i'm not here to debate those things at least maybe not yet but you know then we go to the Obama administration who ran on hope and change and did nothing. And 90% of the issue and you'll hear this on either side, whenever there's a democratic president and a Republican Congress or vice versa, all you ever hear is how they can't get anything done because Congress won't let them. I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe that's a good thing. Like, Maybe, 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 maybe the system works in that way that they're, they might be part of the same bird, but you know, there's certain fundamental things that each side doesn't like that the other side tries to do. So they do everything in their power to block it. But then you look at things and you say, okay, Hey, here was a stimulus package sent out for, you know, the people that were struggling during the pandemic and the stimulus pack, a stimulus package based on the pandemic should solely be about helping stimulate the economy and helping the American people and somehow this probably 700 page document of garbage included pay raises for Congress and it included all kinds of other just unmitigated bullshit that shows you that they do not care about you welcome to the problem with voting for the lesser of two evils all the time. You know, everyone's calling right now in the climate to defund the police, to, you know, make changes to the way the world works. You know what? Let's start at the top. Let's let's start at the top. Let's figure it out. Let's not vote Democrat or Republican. How, how about you read some some stuff about some people that are running for president other than Donald Trump and Joe Biden? just a thought, you know, find out if there's someone good out there, not just the lesser of two evils. And this ended up being so far a lot more about the, uh, about, you know, the president and some politics and stuff. And I'm really, I really didn't want to go there with common debauchery, but I mean, how insane is it that we sit here and we talk about voting for the person who is less, who's least, least evil of the main two, because I'm sure like, they're probably the top two most evil people in the country. They gotta be. They 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 like whoever is running for that top office. If if they're part of the one of the two main parties, they have to be one of the most evil people in the uh, in the country. There's no way they're not. There's no way they got there with the backing of the people that they have the backing of and are somehow some way just above and beyond everybody else and they get the backing of these evil corporations and these super PACs and these interest groups and who literally just, I'll pay your way if you push my agenda. There's no way that these two, any two that run for president, aren't just two of the most evil people on the planet. So it's not like we're talking, oh, there's, again... Trying not to go into touchy subjects, but let's just for the sake of kicks, they're like, I'm going to vote for two bad guys. I'm going to vote for either a bank robber or an arsonist. And at the end of the day, like that's okay because, you know, there's, there's Satan out there. There's the devil himself. There's this demonic presence. They're the demonic presence. I don't, I don't know if people understand that right now. I don't know. I think people are so lost in disagreement and this is what they want. How do you keep power? You make us in fight about stupid things. There are people out there who do not like the musical Hamilton, a musical for an ungodly amount of reasons up to, and including the fact that they don't like the fact that people of color are playing historically white figures. If you have a problem with that, if you can't see the artistic adaptation of the musical Hamilton that is based in historic fact with some probably slightly flowered up details to make it a good and fun story with to some good music, at, like, if you can't see that, like you are the definition of what is wrong in the world. Also, if you can't see that a white voice actor stepping down because he doesn't feel appropriate voicing a black character anymore, I, I can't help you there either. Like a white dude voicing a black a fake black character is the definition of animated animated blackface. And again, if you can't see that, I can't really help you. But we're so divisive on even something as simple as entertainment. And part of that is because we listen to celebrity. You know, how many times have we seen over this pandemic these celebrities go out there and talk about Oh, we're in this together. We're in this together. No, we're not. You're telling people that are in a small, uh, that are a family of three in a small one-bedroom apartment that can barely pay rent that you're in it together with them in your friggin' 19-bedroom mansion in Beverly Hills. Don't tell me what you're in with me. Come on. We're We're not in shit together. I'm in the shit, and you're just hanging out, bored, because you can't go do some fun stuff that you like to do, but you you know you're probably not worried about money. Oprah telling me we're in this together. Thanks, Oprah. Can I have your house? You pay the bills. I'll live there. We'll be in the, we'll be in it together. We'll hang out. It'll be cool. It'll be a good time. You know we li- we listen to these talking heads. We listen like, and you know I. Every like and and it's our fault. It's the, it's our fault. It's because we put, you know, we look at a football player, uh, a young kid who, and this is kind of you know a little stemming into a little bit of sports talk, you know, and the whole thing with the uh, the protest and the guy getting shoved, pushed, and nudged, whatever your viewpoint on what happened that day was. Um, what's the first thing that some of these reporters did? They shoved a microphone in Josh Allen's face. Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Bills, they shoved a microphone in his face and said, what do you think about what happened? What's that dude going to say? You go one way, you get crucified. You go the other way, you get crucified. Why do we can't, like, listen, I want my man going out there. I want him flexing on people. I want him throwing touchdowns. I want him winning football games. And I want to be excited through the entirety of an NFL Bill season. I understand that this kid doesn't have enough real world experience to have an even remotely educated opinion, regardless of what the opinion is. I also understand that he was probably given advice from an agent or something of some kind to say, Hey man, when they ask you this, toe the line, because you don't like, we don't want the backlash. There there was probably a company stance on that. So that may not even be the kid's opinion, whatever he said. But why are we asking this, what? He's 21, 22 years old, maybe 23. Why are we asking this 23-year-old kid who went to college in Wyoming and is a professional football player what his take on police tactics are other than the fact that he is the face of a franchise, a sports franchise? He's the quarterback of a sports franchise who is in his young 20s Why are we shoving a microphone in his face and asking his opinion? Why are we asking the opinions of, or even listening to, because we don't even ask for him half the time. Why are we listening to the opinions of musicians and actors and actresses and artists and whoever else about what we should be doing, thinking and feeling about certain situations? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't get it because... There are people out there who take these opinions as the way the world works, and they're opinions from people who don't understand the way the world works. I mean, we're talking about people, especially when you're talking about you know most of Hollywood. We're talking about people who get paid to have their face on TV. That's that is one hundred percent what they get paid for. They get paid to put their mug on your screen be it via Twitter, via Facebook, via live video, via it on the TV machine, no matter what like we and we're taking these people's opinion and they're, you know, I I understand the idea of using you know, the face of your favorite characters to do one thing or another and kind of promote things or make you feel better. Like it it makes me feel good to see Joey Tribbiani, yes, I'm a Friends fan, get over it, to see Joey Tribbiani or Michael Scott or, you know, as one of these people, and just throwing characters out there, like to tell me that it's going to be okay, you know, and kind of make me smile, make me laugh and think of good things. But at the same token, like, you know, we look at this and we see this ridiculous world that we live in at the same time. If you take a step back and look at it from the outside, So I'm locked in my house, worried about going out, worried about getting my family sick, worried about all this stuff. And at the same token, worried about, Hey, when's, you know, when's my girlfriend going to be back at work? You know, is, you know, it, what was she able to get a hold of unemployment? You know, when, you know, when, when's the gym going to open? When she gonna you know, when's she going to be able to go back to work full time and, you know what's what's the time frame on that and here i have some celebrity who probably could never make another tv show or movie again and still be well off as long as they don't piss their money away in poor you know in poor ways telling me that we're in the, together and we're okay I, are we are we okay are we going to make it i know you're going to make it And here we are just talking heads and the lesser of two evils, people who don't understand you, people who don't know you read, learn, educate yourself on the things you're trying to talk about. I had a guy, true story. I had a guy yesterday, uh, two days ago, uh, it's it's Tuesday, it's the seventh. So this was either yesterday morning or, um, Sunday evening. I don't really, don't really recall. Tell me that the oh, I lost my train of thought here. I got so caught up in what day it was. Damn, I apologize for that. I you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop this and go back and fix that. I'll think of it. Um, but I mean, here here we are in a world. I mean. In the world where people look for the lesser of two evils, be John Krasinski who comes at you, set something up in his own time, in his own world, where he started his own show called Some Good News and threw a graduation and a prom for these kids that missed out on what they were doing in the world. And, you know, who missed out on those things in the real world with their, with their classmates and their friends. So he held it via Zoom and you know, found ways to do all that and found ways to bring us actual good news in the world instead of just being bombarded by the talking heads on the TV machine about how doom and gloom the world is right now. And also, whatever happened to Murder Hornets? There's a good one. Guys, you realize that the government came out sometime in April or May and basically said, um, just so you guys know, Uh, there's totally aliens and area 51 is totally what you guys think it is. And nobody cared. Nobody like, oh yeah, cool. Great. We got bigger fish to fry because we were so sold on the insanity of everything. We're so sold on what we should listen to. There's freaking aliens. We've been talking, there's TV shows, there's movies, There's all kinds of crazy stuff of worst-case scenario about what could possibly happen if and when aliens come to this planet. Everything from goofy green people who want to hang out and just study us to us being a weird, awkward version of a TV show to them to maybe we are the living Truman show to them to they're going to attack and blow up everything. The government came out and said these things are real. We are not alone. And the world went moving on what I want to talk about the aliens I want to talk about the like again there were murder hornets reports came out about meth gators that people from flushing their stash down the turlet created meth fiending gators somewhere in Florida and this stuff in 2020 is barely news Because our president tweeted something idiotic or Joe Biden whispered in someone's ear and touched them inappropriately, but he's somehow still running for president. How is this? How How is this where we are? How is this where we've gotten to in life? I, I don't, I, I cannot wrap my brain around this. I cannot even remotely begin to process it. So... I think the answer is I'm going to do my best not to. I'm going to try to learn more stuff about cool alien things. And you know what? Baseball's back in full swing, so I'm going to be playing a lot. I'm going to be keeping up on what my guys that I coach are doing, how they're doing, how they're faring. And I'm going to block out the noise and do what I know to be right, which is to not vote for the lesser of two evils and actually find someone, some way, somewhere, somehow, That might actually be somewhat good for this country, because if we don't start making that decision sometime soon, we are in for a world of hurt, my friends. We are in for a serious, serious world of hurt. If somewhere along the line, we don't draw the line, the proverbial line in the proverbial sand and say enough is enough. We're not doing this two-party crap anymore. If If your party wants to be part of the party, then your party better figure out how to party right. And that's all I got to say about that. So thanks for tuning in to Common Debauchery. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you next time.